Are we live? I think we are. All right. Let's get it popping. Okay, I need to get mic'd up. Maybe move you guys back a little bit, actually. Ugh. Alright, we'll just wait for some people to come. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. How are you guys today? Bismillah. It feels like my camera's quite far away. And yeah, it still feels like the, I'm quite close. Assalamu alaikum. Who's here? Assalamu alaikum. How are you guys today? How are you guys today? Let me know you can hear me. Give me a thumbs up. Uh, wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. I assume you can hear me. I assume you guys can hear me. Let's move this mic over here. Cool. Okay. Okay, so who's here? Alhamdulillah, I'm very well. Alhamdulillah, I can't complain. We have a, yet again, another lockdown here in the UK. Um, everything seems exactly the same as what it has been, but to be honest, I kind of felt like that with, uh, with the last lockdown. Um, here in London, especially. People here in London, they don't care. But uh, yeah, what can you do? Okay, right, let's... Um, I might move the tripod up a little bit, actually. I don't quite like the frame. But thank you very much for joining me this evening, everybody. Let's go up a couple of turns. There we go. That should change it a little bit. We'll move you in. Okay. Good. So who else is here? There we go. That's a bit better. Who else is here? Let me know. We'll wait for a few more people. We'll spend about five minutes. Um, yeah, and then um, then we'll get started, inshallah, because we have a few announcements. We've got a few very important announcements. We are going to announce the winner of the prizes. Um, we're going to do the last bit of the lesson. And um, yeah, so it's been a long 12 weeks, hasn't it? You know, it's been, um, yeah, it's been good, I think, to be honest, throughout this series, this Aleluddin series that we've done. I mean, I think we've probably increased our vocabulary by about by a few hundred words, at least, probably 300 words, which is really cool. Um, you know, and I think we've kind of just started to get into the story, really. I mean, to be honest, a story like this, it needs us to do a lot more, but, um, you know, but I, th I, think it's, I think 12 weeks is long enough, really, for us to do something like this. I mean, if, if we were going we to cover more of the story, I think what we'd need to do would be to do more than one a week. We'd need to do, like, you know, maybe three or four lessons a week or something like that to, you know, to, to cover an amount of it that we'd like to. But, um yeah but it is what it is i will also have a discussion today inshallah about what text we should do next um yeah um yeah no it, it is nice it's nice to kind of do these every week um you know and, and to have them at the same time every week is ideal i know like on my end sometimes things come up do you know what i mean like with my wife and my kids and you know so some, sometimes things come up and i can't do it for some reason and you know whatever but um yeah, but uh, so, um, yeah, Ibrahim, it's a nice suggestion um, to do something from Ibn Fadlan. That would be nice. Um, that is something I got in mind. But it can, we'll talk more about it later in this show. But something I'd like us to talk about is maybe doing something about the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, because of what's going on in France and everything, just to defend him and defend, to defend his honour. I think it'd be nice to do some kind of praise poetry, maybe by Hassan ibn Thabit or something like that. Um, some praise poetry of the Prophet or maybe something from the Sirah um, in Arabic as well we could do. Um, something like that. I think it'd be nice to do something like that over the next 12 weeks to make that our next series. But I'll, we'll have a bit of a discussion about it today and, um, and I'll announce something. Um, I'll announce something official. Um, I'll announce it probably on my Instagram. Um, yeah, that's how we'll do it. Cool. Right. You guys keep commenting away. If there's anything else that you guys want to ask or want to talk about, I'm going to pour myself a lovely, lovely coffee. 
um, and I'm going to get the text set up. We're not going to have the text up on the screen like we do normally because I don't know how to do it with live videos. That's the, that's the real reason. I'm not tech savvy enough. But uh, so what we'll do is I'll link in the description below. I'll put the link to um, to the Alauddin text and then I'll just kind of tell you what page we're on and where we're at and then you guys can follow along as well. So um, Starbucks coffee uh, with oat milk, by the way. Oat milk's my fave. Um, I've tried almond, just didn't think it was creamy enough. Soy is pretty good. Um, yeah, but yeah, oat milk for flavour. Oat milk's my favourite. For nutrition, soy milk's my favourite. Yeah. Cool. Let's have a look. I'm going to get my laptop up now. Then we'll get the text up together, inshallah. Okay. Takbir, takbir. Uh, Preston took his shahada last month and is now learning Arabic to read the Quran. Um, yeah, yeah may, may Allah bless you, my brother. Um, please message me, message me privately, and um, I'll, I'll see what I can do to help you out as well. Um, oh, we're all celebrating here. MashaAllah, Ibrahim took his shahada 12 years ago. Preston took his shahada recently. I took my shahada literally 10 years ago. On the 2nd of November, so literally like a week ago, it was 10 years since I took my shahada. So, um, oh, we're having a shahada party, mashallah. Uh, Muhammad Omar, um, Salahuddin, Assalamu Alaikum, Jazakallah Khair for all of your support um, for the channel. So, I appreciate that massively. Let's, um, yeah, excuse me, guys. I hope you don't mind us just having a little bit of chit chat for a few minutes just while I get some things set up. Because um, there's a few things that I need to do. Yes. Um, so. I need to put some stuff in the, um, so to download the, or to get access to the PDF for what we're doing today. Hopefully I can edit this. Oh, I can, I can, cool, cool, cool. Okay, I have now put the link to the uh, PDF in the description below, so it should be there now. I've saved it, so it should be there now. Um, so, right, I have a few announcements to make, and then we're gonna get into the text. Um, yes, and that's about it. So we are on page 13 of the text. So if you look at the bottom of the pages, it is page 13. Um, and if you go down, so we have one paragraph, the paragraph which begins with Al-Ammul Kathibu. Um, we finish that paragraph all the way down. So then you'll see another paragraph which begins with Fan Khada'a. And we're starting from Fan Khada'a. That's where we're starting. So I'll give you guys a minute to catch up and uh, yeah, see, see where we're going from, inshallah. I will also announce the winner as well for the person who's getting the prizes as well. So um, yeah, we'll do that as well. Um, should we do that? My plan was to do that at the end. Um, yeah, yeah, that was my plan. So maybe we'll stick to that. But I do have a few announcements to make before we actually get into the text. So maybe we'll do that straight away. So, um, okay, so I want to I wanna say congratulations to a load of the students who have joined the Arabic in 60 Steps program. Um, so the PDF should be in the description of this video now. If it's not, refresh this page. I'll still be here. And um, yeah, it should be in the description below. Um, maybe I'll comment it as well on the video just in case. I'll comment it under the video. It's kind of strange seeing myself live on here. So, okay, here we go. Okay, I've commented it underneath this video. Um, yeah. Cool. I've also put a uh, put a uh, question, a uh, message to everybody in the live chat as well. Cool. Okay, so um, firstly, a huge um, shout out to all of the new students who have joined the Arabic in 60 Steps program. So a huge congratulations to Patrick, to Bob, to Eleanor, to Nida, to Shilan, to Imad, to Amir, to Sadia, to Nimra, to Muhammad, to Mehran, to Omar, to Ayman, to Kayla, Aisha and Sabah. Yeah, huge congratulations to you guys. Um, one minute, one minute. Yusuf, you okay? 
No, you can't sit with me, Daddy, because I'm live. Here, and you've not got your trousers on. But but boys without trousers on aren't allowed to be in Daddy's office. Sorry, everybody. Yusuf, excuse me, young man. You can't sit on that chair because Daddy's lights in the way, and also, and also, it's it's not the Yusuf show. <laughs> it's not the Yusuf show. Maybe in a few years, this lot will want you to have a Yusuf show. But you wanna have a do you wanna have a show? What Arabic can you teach everybody? Uh, I to everybody. You want to come talk to everybody? Say assalamu alaikum. So my name's Yusuf and this is my daddy. Sah, how are you? And that's my mummy over there. Yes, that's your mummy come to get you, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so say ma salama to everybody, please. Ma yeah, and then you need to... Then you need to... Nuh-uh. What? Everybody's saying salamu alaykum, Yusuf. But Yusuf, you need to go, young man. Or you're going to get a whooping. <laughs> <laughs> go on, young man. Are you going to get a whooping? Are you going to get a whooping? You're a whooping. Yusuf, go. Or what arki don't ha. Yusuf, go. What arki don't ha. If you don't go, you'll see. Okay, come on. Let's go. Sorry about that, everybody. So we were saying uh, a huge congratulations and welcome to the students, weren't we? So we did that. Um, another announcement is that the live course is available now. So I used to run this little course called the Six Steps, which was kind of like a, a free taster for the Arabic in 60 steps. But we've kind of renamed that. It's just called the Best of Stories now. And it's a free course where we learn to read um, the first page from the story of Yusuf, and it's kind of a course that I created as a tribute to my eldest when he was born. I created that course and that's absolutely for free. So um, I'll link that as well in the description too. I'll leave the link to that in the description too, because that's 100% for free. Um, so let me get a link for it. And I'll put that in the description. So that's, yeah, because I, I, I kind of I re-recorded that and um, I've moved that onto the new website and stuff as well. So that's available now. So um, free course. The best of stories. Obviously, it's called the best of stories um, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Yusuf, نَحْنُ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ أَحْسَنَ الْقَصَصِ He says, um, in, indeed, we, we narrate upon you the best of stories. So, um, yes, so free course on the best of stories. Right, I'll save that. Okay, so also in this 12-week period, some really exciting things have happened. So number one is on the Arabic in 60 Steps podcast, we reached 200,000 downloads. So that's just such an amazing blessing, such a huge ni'mah, such a big milestone that, you know, I'm, I'm so proud of and, and I'm so grateful to you guys for supporting, you know, the content that, that I put out and stuff. So I want to say thank you so much for that and thank you for being part of it. Um, you know, because like I, I released a little video on my YouTube channel a little while ago when we reached 150,000 and I kind of put a clip in it of where the podcast came from and where, where I started it. It's literally like in my grandma's spare bedroom, like in the process between my wife and my wife and myself, and my kids moving to a new house. Um, I was just in my grandma's spare bedroom for, for a little bit. And um, and I just started the podcast there in my grandma's spare bedroom with like no equipment. And, um, you know, now. 200,000 downloads, so it's a, it's a massive blessing. We also reached 13,000 subscribers on this YouTube channel, which I really appreciate. If there are any of you guys here who haven't subscribed yet, then please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I really, really appreciate that. Um, yeah, and um, that's it. You know, that's it. I think um, I think we've done enough of the preamble. So let's get into the text. <clears throat> so we are at Fanchada'a. Um, so um, yeah, good. Hopefully you guys can find it. I'm going to zoom in a little bit on mine. فَنْخَدَعَ فَنْخَدَعَ عَلَىٰ أُدِّينِ بِكَلَامِهِ وَصَدَّقَهُ فِيمَا قَالَ Good, so فَنْخَدَعَ This verb in خَدَعَ It means to um, to be fooled, really, to, to be fooled. So عَلَىٰ أُدِّينِ is the one being fooled. فَنْخَدَعَ عَلَىٰ أُدِّينِ بِكَلَامِهِ So عَلَىٰ أُدِّينِ was fooled by his words. بِكَلَامِهِ 
Um, the bi is by kalam means the speech, and then the he on the end is his. So by by his speech. So the verb sadaqa is a form two verb, and it means to tell the truth, to speak the truth. Um, in kind of classical movies and stuff, you'll, you'll often hear people say sadaqta, you, you've spoken the truth. Sadaqta. Sadaqta ya Umar. Sadaqta ya Abu Bakr. Ya Abu Bakr, you've spoken the truth. Or Umar, you've spoken the truth. And he, yeah, and he, he told him the truth. Fima, in what? In what he said. وَقَبَّلَ يَدْهُ شَاكِرًا وَقَبَّلَ We know the, we know the verb قَبِيلَ um, uh, I think it is actually in the form one means to kind of accept something. The term قُبُول you sometimes hear in like, um, like Bollywood movies and um, uh, Pakistani weddings and stuff to be like accept. They say قُبُول هَي it's, um, like it's, it's been accepted. قُبُول هَي But قَبَّلَ um, someone actually commented it in the previous video because I actually hadn't picked up on it, but it does actually mean to kiss. It's not the only verb to kiss, but um, I think it is used for when people kind of greet each other and kind of kiss each other's cheeks like that. That's kind of how it's used. But here it isn't for that. Here it's وَقَبَّلَ يَدَهُ So he kissed his hand, شَاكِرًا um, sort of gratefully, out of gratitude. He kissed his hand. شَاكِرًا um, لَهُ You know, so so as thanks to him, عَطْفَهُ his, um, his atf, his um, his lovingness, or something like that. The 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 term atf is to do with sort of people coming together, really. Wahananahu um, and his and and his care, perhaps. Um, Hanan, um, Hanan is used in Surah Maryam as well. Hanan and min ladunna. Maybe I'm getting mixed up between two ayat, and I don't want to do that, so I won't finish it. But um, good. So we have thumma sa'alahu as-sahiru. So thumma sa'alahu as-sahiru. So and then the sahir, then the sorcerer sa'alahu asked him, "Aina taskunu ya waladi?" Where do you live? It's a nice little um I really appreciate it, you know, when authors in their texts they include word, include phrases that are actually useful in conversations. Um, you know, that's something that I found really hard about learning Arabic from the Qur'an originally, because like in the Qur'an, there aren't like, there aren't, you know, Salamu alaykum, kif halak, shukhbarak, you know, kif al-a'ila, there aren't kind of like, com there aren't like conversations like that in the Qur'an, um, which makes like the Qur'anic Arabic quite hard to learn from the Qur'an, which isn't the same from, I'm, I'm mainly saying that because obviously I, I come from a Christian background where like you, you can learn when you learn Greek, um, to read the New Testament, there are things like that. You can have examples from the Bible, from like, um, you know, simple conversations and stuff, interactions with Jesus and and and, and others. So, um, but anyway, in, in the, it's it's why I appreciate that in like Arabic texts when people write them and they kind of have useful phrases. So, anyway, so we have Aina Teskunu. Where do you live? Yeah, Waladi. Could have equally said Aina Taishu. You know, the verb asha and sekana, they mean the same thing really, although they both have different connotations. I mean, there's other words that come from the same root of sekana to do with, for example, um, sakina, like tranquility, or um, or even the sukun on top of a word, right? Sukun is, it's it's silent, you know, so teskunu kind of has within it some connotations of like peace and stillness, whereas um, the verb asha, ya'ishu, has connotations of sort of survival. If you, your, your ma'ash is your... Um, is your is your living? Do you know what I mean? It's um, yeah. There's other verb, obviously words, other words that come from it. Taayosh meaning to kind of coexist. Um, yeah. So there's kind of a a slight different connotation between those two. And but but either of them would be fine. Aina teskunu. Where do you live? Yeah, waladi. Oh my boy. Or aina taishu. Yeah, waladi. They both mean the same thing. He's asking you where you live. Um, and there's another word. There's well, the two words actually that we're going to meet. Um, to mean to live somewhere that um, that also have their own nice connotations too. Good. Um, فَذَكَرَ لَهُ عَلَىٰ الدِّينِ الْجِهَةَ So he mentioned to him, the verb ذَكَرَ means to mention. So he mentioned to him, as in عَلَىٰ الدِّينِ mentioned to the sahir, الْجِهَةَ So I always learnt the term الْجِهَةَ just as a translation to an entity. But like, it's quite obvious here, he means like his, his neighbourhood or his area. So, so he says, so he mentioned to him the, the area, the if we're going to translate al-jiha as the neighborhood for this example. So, I mean, the verb qatana, it does mean to live somewhere, right? It does mean to live somewhere, but it's 
it's it's not you, you don't use it in like casual conversation in the same way that you would use ayna ta'ishu or ayna taskunu and it actually comes from the same root as the word for cotton meaning like cotton as in cotton right if something's soft right so um yeah yaqtunu and then the synonym which the author has given is um yuqimu um many of us know the term um yeah from from aqama this would be aqama yuqimu yeah, the form for aqama. So it's the same place where we get the word iqama from, like when someone announces the iqama before the salah. It's from that same verb. Um, yuqimu, um, where, he, where he is established, perhaps you might say. Good. Walbayta alladhi yaskunu huwa wa ummuhu. Walbayta, sorry, walbayta, not walbaytu. Walbayta. Good. The house. Alladhi, which yaskunuhu. Which, which he lives it, um, could could have just as easily said, or at least it sounds just as good to me to say yes kunu fihi, huwa wa ummuhu. So huwa him wa ummuhu and his mother. Good. For ata'a, for no for a'atahu, not ata'a. It's not to do with um, obeying. For a'atahu, so he gave him a sahiru dinaraini. So the sahir. فَأَعْطَاهُ So he gave him the sahiru. We know that it's the sahir doing the giving because there's a dhamma on the end of sahir. Dinarain. So two dinars, two you know coins, two two gold gold coins. And the dinar is a gold one, and the dirham is the silver one, I believe. وَقَالَ لَهُ And he said to him, إِرْجِعْ إِلَى أُمَّكَ Go back to your mother. فَأَخْبِرْهَا Good. فَأَخْبِرْهَا and and inform her. This is from the verb akhbara, um, but but um, but here it's the um, uh, it's like the um, the fi'l amr. It's the imperative. Fakhbirha, and and inform her. Anani sa'azurukuma, but I sa'azurukuma. I will visit you both. There's a, there's a few different things going on in here. Okay, so the sa is for the future, right? It's 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 like sofa. It's for you for the future. Azuru. Is from the verb zara, um, hollow verb. We do those in step ten, I believe, in the Arabic in sixty steps program. Azuru kuma. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So I will visit you, kum, and it's kuma because it's two of you. If it was a group of you, it would be sa azuru kum, and if it was one of you, it would be sa azuru ka or ki if it's feminine. Good. Ida stata'atu. Either. So if istata'atu, if I can. Fi masa'il ghad. Fi masa'. What is the masa'? It is the evening. Al ghad means tomorrow. We usually see that written as ghadan. We usually see it as a, it's kind of an adverb of time, but um, in here it isn't. It's, it's actually an idafa here. It's the evening of tomorrow. Fi masa'il ghad. Li ara al bayt alladhi kana shaqiqi mustafa yaskunuhu. قبل أن يموت. Very nice. لأرى so that I can see البيت the house الذي كان شقيقي in which my my brother Mustafa يسكنه he lived in قبل and before which يموت before which he died or before that he died. Good. And it is يموت because of أن um, the أن just like لن um, and كأن you know, yeah, the words like that that we cover in step twelve of the sixty steps program. Um, yeah, they 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 ponsib the uh, the fear that comes after them. So, um, yeah, and Yamuta before that he died. So a little run through the whole thing, okay, just for us to kind of round off all the vocab and everything like that. So, fan So Alauddin was fooled by his speech. and he told him the truth in what he said. وَقَبَّلَ يَدَهُ شَاكِرًا لَهُ and he, and he kissed his hand, thanking him. عَطْفَهُ for his عَطْ for his kindness. وَحَنَانَهُ for his care, maybe. I did see someone else put another comment, but the, my comments have disappeared now. So um, have a look in the live chat as well, because I think there was a good suggestion given for a good translation for حَنَان. Good. فَذَكَرَ لَهُ عَلَىٰ الدِّينِ الْجِهَةَ الَّتِي تَقْطُنُ بِمَعْنَى يُقِيمُ بِهَا so, so he mentioned to him, as in Alauddin mentioned to him, the area, the area in which they live, and the house which they live, him and his mother. 
and the Sahir gave him two dinars. And he said to him, go back to your mother and inform her that I will visit you both, if I can, in the evening tomorrow. In order to see the house which my brother, Mustafa, which my shaqiq, Mustafa, he lived in before he died. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our entire 12-week series. Congratulations. Um, I would really love to put together a little ebook um, to go through just, just some notes, like just a little revision ebook for you guys. I can't put it like massively high on the priority list because we've just got so much going on at the moment with the 60 step students. But I'll, I'll, I will try to do that and make it like really nicely designed and everything like that to kind of be in line with the theme, um, you know, that we've had throughout this series. So, um, yeah, so that's it. So maybe we'll go to some questions now before I announce the winner of um of the prizes maybe we'll get some questions to make sure that you guys have understood it and everything and see if you'd like me to expand on anything at all inshallah so let's uh let's open up for some questions what have we got okay so hanan endearment yeah that's nice we just got disconnected then sorry guys i'll, I'll repeat that okay so um maybe my son's downloading Eight Power Rangers movies or something. <laughs> Next door, I don't know. Okay, so yeah, it depends. With Se'el and Nas, it depends. If it's Se'el and Nasu, then it's uh, the people asked. But if it's Se'el and Nasa, it means he asked the people. Good. Um, so it depends on the... Uh, yeah, it depends a little bit on the, on the casing. Good. I'm going to drink some coffee. And if any questions come in, then Se'el uh, Se'elan. Yeah, if any of you are thinking of um, going dairy free with a milk, I highly recommend with coffee, go for oat milk. That's my, that's my, um, or if you're particularly concerned about the nutrition, you want a more protein, less fat milk, go for soy. That'd be my recommendation, by the way, as we're on coffee. Ugh. I'm going to open a window because I'm really hot. These lights that honestly, I'm... I think I'm just of a body type that just gets hot and sweaty easily. I'm a bit of a thicker man. Maybe that's why. But, um, so I'm going to bust open. Okay, cool. Ugh, what else have you got for me? What else have we got? Have you ever tried camel milk? No, not yet. I haven't had the opportunity yet. Although when we go Somalia, I'm sure I'll have I'm sure I'll have the chance. Inshallah. My wife's had it loads. Uh, do you know if that's directly from a thousand and one nights? If if what is? Because we haven't been reading A Thousand and One Nights, we've been reading Al-Din. So I just got a fly. I don't like to kill them, catch any bugs or anything. I always like to put them outside. Perhaps they'll testify for me on the Day of Judgment that I was that I was kind to them and didn't slaughter them in my home. Yeah, Ibrahim, how you doing, my brother? Yeah, let me know what, what, what you're referring to by something being from Elifu um, Laylatin wa Laylatun. We could do something from A Thousand and One Nights. We could, but I think um, I'd like to stick by the idea of doing something. Um, uh, oh, I see. Right. So what do you mean? Do you mean like Alauddin actually originally being from A Thousand and One Nights? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. There's loads of like literature that came into Arabic from from like previous Persian Indian literature so there's a lot of stuff like that um yeah could well be among that stuff oh, so sweet. Oh, so sweet. 
Yusuf Mahasamanesa. Maybe in the kitchen? Sorry guys, Yusuf's back. There are no sweets in here, Yusuf, and also it's too late for sweets. Did everybody see that? Yeah, everybody saw that. I think they'll figure it out. I think they'll figure out who it is. Yusuf, um. <laughs> <laughs> where's Mummy? Mummy had a job. <laughs> Mummy had a job to make sure that you were going to stay in the other room, didn't she? <gasps> Hello, guys. I'm a doggy. <laughs> <laughs> Silly Billy. Right, come on, let's go. No, no, come on, let's go. Let's go, Daddy. Yeah, hey. Right, I'm back, and uh, Yusuf al-Sagir has been dealt with. Well, I missed. Uh, good question, how can I motivate myself? How can I motivate myself to learn Arabic? Good question. Well, um, so why are humans motivated to do anything? Um, we're motivated usually for emotional reasons. Like it's not very motivating to sit down and think like um, I should learn to recite because like I should. Do you know what I mean? You should you should take a bit of time to really think about how it's going to make your life better to learn Arabic and use sort of emotional language. Like we humans are way more emotional than we like to think we are. So so think about really what an impact it'll have on your life and what a detriment it'll be to you in this life and in the akhirah if you don't learn it. Um, yeah, those things for me. And then, and to be honest, like a, a habit, um, uh, um, yeah, and then and the habit's really powerful. Like you're, you know, building a habit around it and being disciplined upon that is um, will be more important than anything. So to be honest, like lots of things that we achieve are more about our routines and our habits than our willpower or our motivation at all. Like, yeah, yeah. Cool, what else we got? Uh, does Yusuf not speak Somali or Arabic? So Yusuf's best languages are obviously English and sign language um, that he actually uses. But he can understand Somali, um, but not really Arabic. We don't speak it at home. Um, my wife's hard of hearing, so we use sign language at home mostly anyway. But um, but Yusuf, Yusuf goes to Islamic school um, and he's learning Arabic already. So, um, yeah, it's a, I mean... Yeah. So like at home, like I'm not Arab and his mum isn't either. Um, so it's not like it's not something that we use as a spoken language at home. Um, but yeah, Yusuf's Yusuf started learning Arabic at school, though. And um, inshallah, khair, inshallah khair. when when we're, you know, when when we get a period when we're not in lockdown, it's always been our intention to move to Egypt for our kids education. That's always been our intention, at least at least to try it or to go for a while. Because I'd, you know, I'd like my kids to go there when they're young and learn to speak Arabic and stuff there as well. Um, yeah. But yeah. Cool. So what else have we got? I don't think you need someone to chuck a shoe at your head to motivate you. Um... No, I'm sure not. I was trying to run through my head how, um, you know, not not in a meaningful way anyway. Um, yeah. 
Um, unfortunately, I can't recommend anything in person really because because of the coronavirus, like, there's hardly anything really. Like like everything's online, really. Like and that 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 is a struggle because we're not we're not online humans. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I know that is a struggle. I mean, there's only so much that we we can do when we run programs online, really. I mean, so, so something something that I do is just ship workbooks to the students because like, I'm like this as well. Like I, I I knew that it would make a massive impact on my own Arabic language studies when I actually have like a physical workbook in workbook workbook in front work a book in front of me. Um, what about after coronavirus? Yes, that's, to be honest, I still don't know. I'm I'm not really in that world anymore. Like classroom classroom teaching of arabic i'm i'm just not in that world anymore you know like i i stopped working as a primary school teacher in 2016 and um yeah and i've i've, I've never really done classroom work ever since then to be honest like the amount of impact you can have on the amount of people and and on the right people online is is like just so much more. It's so much more. I, I sat down yesterday and I ran the numbers on like how much you help languages students if you become like a French or Spanish teacher in a secondary school or you build a YouTube channel and a podcast and an online course and stuff. And literally like, like I think I've I've comfortably already had more of an impact on languages education already. I'm, I'm 27, right? I've comfortably already had a bigger impact than most school language teachers will have in their whole lives quite comfortably I think because like when you're a school languages teacher say you teach like German at secondary school right you're teaching kids from the age of like 11 to 16 most of them most of them aren't interested the ones who are will probably be let down by the strategy like two hours a week or whatever most of them will be let down by that and then also most of them aren't talented most of them just most of them aren't up for it like languages aren't easy do you know what I mean so like um you know, so so you're not even teaching the right people necessarily, and the strategy which you're forced to teach doesn't it doesn't serve the purpose anyway. And then like you know the the numbers that you can reach. Let's say you have thirty students per class, and you have two year groups per year or whatever. Like I, I was running the numbers yesterday, and I thought like you know in your whole life, let's say you dedicate your whole career to teaching languages in a secondary school, you might teach like a couple of thousand students or like a thousand students. My podcast has 200,000 downloads alone, right? Like the amount that you can reach people, you can actually impact the right people who actually want to learn, you know, it's, it's just with the internet, it's, it's it's crazy that people are teaching classes. Do you know what I mean? It, it's Well, it's, it's not. I'm not saying it's bad because there's people who need it, right? And, and like classroom teaching, I haven't been, haven't been a primary school teacher myself. The amount of planning and assessment and marking and stuff that goes into taking students through that journey is is it's an it's a huge skill in itself. Like like managing a classroom, differentiating between skill levels and stuff. There's there's a whole science to that that you spend years learning, right? You know, around managing a classroom and classroom teaching. But you know, for a lot of teachers, I'm I'm not sure if it's this the thing you should do if you if you really want to teach languages. I'm not sure. Well, maybe I'm just maybe just maybe that's just me being biased anyway because I wasn't very good at it. Um, yeah, or at least by my assessment, I wasn't very good at it. I did okay. My students did well, but like, you know, but by my assessment, I, to be honest, I think my, my for me personally, my best skills lie in presenting and running a podcast or a YouTube channel and stuff like that, rather than actually um, sort of classroom, um, you know classroom learning because it requires the kinds of skills that you really need to be in practice for i hope that makes sense that's me just waffling a little bit about language education in general but um but yeah cool should we announce who's the winner by the way um maybe we'll announce who the winner is and then i'll ask you um to to provide me with your email address um and if you're not here then that's awkward um because I've given you the prize, but um, c'est la vie, as the French say. Okay, so the winner. Um, I had a look through all of the. Um, I had a look through all of the people who had been commenting on all of the videos, and um, I wasn't like I, I literally just got them all and picked a name randomly. Right? It's not. It's not based on which one of you contributed more. It's not based on which one of you has been following my channel more. It's not which one of you has done the arabic in 60 steps program it's, it's not based on any of that right it's literally just someone who has fulfilled all of the criteria which was 
subscribing to the YouTube channel, sharing each other videos, commenting on each other videos, and liking each other videos. That was the criteria. So after all of that, the winner is, drumroll please, it is, um, it's Umm Salahuddin. So sister, Umm Salahuddin, um, I've got your name, I'm going to comment, I'm going to reply to some of your comments, inshallah. Um, and then I'm going to send you some prizes. So what prize are we going to send you? We're going to send you one of these. Our Quran Galaxy Moonlamp. We're going to send you one of those. We're going to send you one of these jumpers. I'm going to ask you if you want it in white or black. Or if you want a t-shirt in white or black. And I'm going to send you one of these mugs as well. Um, either in white or black as well. An Arabic in 60 steps mug too. So you're going to get all those prizes. We're going to package them up. We're going to ship them off to you, inshallah. Um, yeah, good. Yeah, drum roll emojis. Cool. Yeah, so we do have a winner. So, Umm Salahuddin, congratulations, Umm Salahuddin. So, next thing I want to talk to you guys about, actually, was suggestions for prizes. Um, suggestions for prizes for our next walkthrough. So, what I think we're going to do is we're going to either do a poem of praise of the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or we're going to do a passage from the seerah. I'm going to take a passage from, like, the sealed nectar or all of the famous seerah books like that, and, um, and we'll do that for 12 weeks. Maybe a particular chapter in it. So we'll do one of those two. Um, let me know which one you think. Should we do a poem of praise of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, or should we do something from the seerah? So I'd like to know which one of those two and I'd also like some suggestions for prizes. Um, yes, I, I asked on my Instagram and most of the suggestions were books. And we can do books, like, you know, we, we can put a little bundle together of books that, you know, like some Arabic student essentials for books. We, we can do that. You know, we can do that for sure. We can add that in. I'll make a note of it, right? So, like, um, yeah, so, like, you know, Arabic books. But I'm sure, but I think we can do better than that. Like, I, I, want thing, I want things that are physical, right? I want physical products we can put on the desk, put on my desk and stuff when I'm recording these videos. Um, so, something that I thought about would be some calligraphy art. So, like, if you guys any calligraphy artists who would want to work with me, would want to partner with me, and do something with me um you know i can promote their work and everything through one of these 12-week series um or if any of you guys run businesses and you sell a sell a product that would be useful for muslims or arabic language students then let me know i mean we on, on this series we reach an audience of about twenty thousand, so you know across the podcast and the youtube channel and then if we had a partner come on as well if they wanted to sponsor or not if they just wanted to sponsor the prizes that's fine as well but um but we could start posting these episodes on um <gasps> Salahuddin, assalamu alaikum, how are you doing? Congratulations, Sister Um Salahuddin, congratulations. Please email me, sam at arabicin60steps.com and tell me your address so that we can get all the stuff shipped out of you, shipped out to you. Congratulations, sister. So anyway, um, yeah, cool. Cool. Um, cool. So yeah, so prizes um, and uh, suggestions for well actually it's one of two really I, I, I want to do something about the Prophet um, but let's do a poem or something from the seerah we'll do one of those um, and then ideas for prizes please um, for the series yeah or just suggestions of companies that um, I can reach out to and we can work with because I'm sure we get a sponsor inshallah barakallahu feek sister Cool. Okay. Um, th that's everything from me. It's just questions from you guys now. Um, we're just going to hang out for like 15 minutes or something, and I'll just take any questions that you guys have. I might move you guys in a little bit closer to me, actually, because, um, yeah, you see, it feels like you're far away, so I'm going to move you in a little bit. Okay, one suggestion for the poem. Cool. Cool, maybe we'll do a poem. Okay, maybe we'll do a poem of prayers of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That'd be really nice. My favourite English food. Oh, what a question. Um, Yorkshire pudding. So that's like one particular food, but you don't have a... That's not a meal, right, for those of you who don't know. But um, my grandma just made us the best Yorkshire pudding ever growing up. Like with our roast dinners. We were, sometimes, like even when I was like nine or ten... I'd be like sitting in my class thinking about my grandma's Yorkshire pudding that Sunday, you know, because we, we'd always have Sunday Sunday roast together. And um, yeah, so Yorkshire pudding is probably my favourite. 
Um, Yorkshire pudding is basically roasted pancake. Like it's the same mixture as pancakes, really, but you, you roast it and um, yeah, because it goes in the oven. Um, yeah, um, because it goes in the oven. Um, yeah, uh, it gets air in it and um, puffs up. But it's uh, delicious. And because it puffs up, it soaks up all the gravy and stuff. And man, it's the good stuff. Uh, okay, favorite English food in this question. Okay, and cream before jam or, or jam before. Well, I'm not savage. It's jam before cream, isn't it? You're barbarian. You're barbarian, like our neighbors in Devon. Uncivilized people who put the cream on first. May Allah guide them to the straight jam first. <laughs> yeah, we have a big war about that down in the southwest in Cornwall. It's our tradition that we put the jam on first and the cream goes on next. Okay? So that you can just dollop a big load of it on top. You know, when I first moved down from a less civilised area um, to Cornwall, I thought that it would make more sense to put the cream on first, the clotted cream on the scone first, because it kind of has a harder consistency and then the jam could just be smothered on top. But I was quickly shown the, shown the straight path. And, uh, yeah... We have some deviants among us. A number of you put jam, cream on before the jam. Shame on you lot. You're unwelcome in Cornwall. Next thing you'll be saying is that pasties are from Devon or something. Mental. Uh, Cornish pasties as well, actually. I love a Cornish pasty. It was a uh, it was a great trial and tribulation to me when I embraced Islam and I couldn't find halal Cornish pasties anywhere. That was a great trial for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pasties are good stuff. My wife loves loves Cornish pasties now. It's quite an achievement. I've got a Somali wife. She loves Cornish pasties. She can't get enough of it. It's good for her as well. Yeah. Those are good questions. Yeah, so favourite English food, probably Yorkshire pudding, but that's more of like one ingredient. If I was to have one meal, it'd probably be like a pie or something. Big fan. There's, there's a restaurant that my wife and I love opposite East London Mosque. Um, called the Pie Factory, I think it is. We love it there. Yeah, they do pies, uh, chicken and mushroom pie, uh, steak and kidney pies, stuff like that. Favourite Arabic expression? Nice. Um, man, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Let me think about that and I'll, I'll maybe circle back to it. Uh, question here. I try to teach my children Arabic using the Arabic club readers. Um... Uh, how do you recommend teaching verbs? Good question. Um, well, with those books, I used to teach children with those books. And um, yeah, um, yeah, well, what, what I would often do is I'd often just change one word in them. So like if I wanted to teach a particular word or a particular concept or something, I'd just change one word or I'd teach the children some vocabulary to swap it for. So there's like there's one in the series about called like Beatty, my house or something. And when I was teaching children other kinds of buildings, we'd swap it for like the word for a castle, a qasr, um, the word for like a palace, a qila'a, um, the word for like other things, a palace and castle and whatever else right i had a list of like a few of them and like students would replace the word beiti with qasri or qila'ati or whatever um yeah but that, that, that's a way you can incorporate kind of other vocabulary and stuff maybe in maybe in, in some of the books where the the vocabulary allows it um have have students use the same verb but for a number of different people um you know that that'll obviously help them start to understand why and how you conjugate verbs as well yeah cool uh, I want to know if you've tried um, Odka. Yes, I have tried Odka or Mokmat. Some of you guys are Rerwakoi, you call it Mokmat. Um, yeah, I've tried Odka. We have, it all, we have it all the time, actually. For those of you who don't know what Odka is, Odka is camel jerky. 
you usually have it in olive oil. It's usually kind of... If you have a bowl of odka, it's usually full, full with olive oil as well. That, I think that's kind of part of what helps preserve it. If you don't, if you don't cook it quite right, um, it can it can just be really hard. It's like eating a mouthful of bullets if you don't do it right. But um, odka, such good stuff, really good stuff. Uh, the one I don't have much time for is alole. You can keep. I have no need for alole in my life. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, alole is um, like sheep's stomach. Um, I don't know what we call it in English. Uh, what video editing software do you use? Um, for me, I'm a real dinosaur with most of the technical stuff, really. I use iMovie Editor on my Mac. That's it, just a free one. To be honest, like the, for me, before, I don't enjoy editing at all. Like I'd rather, rather than me pay for a software, I'd rather pay a person to do it for me. Like if I'm going to pay for a software for better editing, I'd rather pay a person. Um, yeah. Don't have the budget for it yet, though. But if there's any of you out there who want to help me with video editing, then uh, let me know. I'll pay you something. I will pay, but I'm not in a position to hire someone, though, yet. But, yeah. Because I hate editing. What I love the most is this, right? Like, presenting live lessons, engaging with my students, um, podcasts. Like that, that's the stuff that I really love. But yeah. And there's, there's more stuff I'm just not very good at. Uh, what is, um, what's Marasaro? Marasaro. Never heard of Marasaro. I usually, whenever we have um, Odka, we usually just have it with Aish, or, or if I'm really lucky and I've been good, my wife might make Mufo. Um, Mufo is bread, but it's a little bit thicker. It's like, it's like naan bread. You know, when you get naan bread from an Indian restaurant or something. It's like that, Mufo. Yeah. Morpho is good stuff. I can't eat too much of it though. Fatty. What else we got? Oh, sesame oil. Is that, is that what it's called? Oh, marasara. Cool. Sesame oil. My wife uses that for loads of stuff. But I didn't know the Somali word for it. Marasara. Thank you very much. Marasara, very nice. Um, yeah, Um Salahuddin, um, our winner of this series and of the prizes, said that, that she likes the expression of, um, oh, how heartbroken I am. I believe that was um, um, something like, um, yeah, that was a nice one. So... Mm, yeah, I'm still trying to think of one for me that I like, but Arabic expression. That's a hard question, man. I had an interesting DM today. I had a DM today from someone offering me business advice, saying, like, I've seen you got an Instagram page. And, um, you know, she was offering me advice, and I noticed that she hadn't achieved anything in terms of the things that she was talking about, right? So she's giving me advice on, like, growing organically, like growing a business organically and stuff like through content, through a podcast, through YouTube and stuff like that. And I went through her platforms and she had a total of like 300 followers across all of her platforms. Do you think I should take advice from a person like that? Like, do you think there's ever, there's ever merit in, in, in getting knowledge from someone who's, who's achieved less than you in, in that particular field, right? I'm not making comments about general achievements in her life or whatever, but like, let's say for example, like, let's say like, if I'm, 
if I'm a black belt in karate, do you think a black belt in karate can ever learn something karate-based from, like, a yellow belt or a blue belt? Because I'm not sure. I've always kind of thought that you should have kind of the mindset that you can gain knowledge from people who, even if they are of a lower, like, rank than you. But there's also an element of, like, valuing your time, right? Like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, if there are people out there who have millions of followers and, like, have, have, have achieved great things in their, like... In, in their social media brands and stuff like it, it it seems like a it seems like a disservice to my time if you know what i mean like it's po quite possible i've learned something but i don't know how i feel about that really but i was polite to her i didn't didn't say anything offensive or anything but yeah but just made me think a little bit about that well i've definitely learned arabic from from people who supposedly are less qualified than me and stuff um yeah. Uh, so a question. Uh, was Alauddin a believer? Um, so I, I don't know if Alauddin, well, in the text so far, he isn't a Sahir. Um, yeah, so far he isn't. In the text so far, he seems like he's a Mu'min, but Allahu A'lam. To be honest, like, I know my knowledge of Alauddin really is what we've read so far and the Disney movie. That's my knowledge, right? So Disney movie would would probably rule it out. We'd say, look, he, he does not seem like a mutmin. I mean, there's all, I mean, there's the sihr, which is really bad. Like, that's the bad bit. But there's also the trying to chirp Jasmine and stuff on the sly from her dad. And you just can't be doing that. You can't be chirpsing Jasmine on the sly when her dad wants her to marry Jafar <laughs> whatever he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, Allahu A'lam is my answer. Cool. The Somali sesame oil is made by camels. How can camels make sesame oil? Surely it's from sesame seeds. I love the Somali language. I really love it. I'm trying to find a teacher. Because, um, like, I like I know quite a lot of Somali, right? And, um, like, and I und my understanding of Somali is, like, like as good as my Arabic, do you know what I mean? Like, like, cause I like I lived with my in-laws for a little while even, and like they all speak Somali at home, and I have like one year at university studying Somali, and like I speak it quite often at home with my wife and with my kids and stuff and with my in-laws and, but like I'm I'm not really like a, a confident speaker of it. Like I, I couldn't really go to Somali and articulate myself or do videos like this where I can just chat casually in Somali. Like I'm not really there yet, so I'm looking for a teacher. I've inquired with a few teachers. Um, so I'd really like to start taking it more seriously. Cool. Right, what, what else have we got? So, oh yeah, so um, our winner. May Allah bless her. Um Salahuddin asked the question again. So, um, so yeah, so what about the Sahir, the magician? Is he a Mu'min? Well, I would say the things that he does are such acts of kufrun akbar that we would consider him a kafir. Um, but whether he... Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he he does he he invokes the name of Allah. Do, do you know what I mean? Um, but but that that doesn't mean he's a mutman, you know. So I'd say no. I'd say no. To be honest, I'd need to like I need to brush up on on some of the rulings actually on like on sihr. Um Yeah. So yeah, I would say no, but also Allahu a'lam. Right, let's have last questions, inshallah. We'll, we'll, we'll round this off. And uh, Um Salahuddin, please email me, sam at arabicin60steps.com with your address. And uh, we'll ship out the prizes to you. And then I'm going to announce formally on my Instagram, probably. Um, yeah, probably formally on my Instagram. Um, 
what text we're going to do next, but it sounds like we're going to do a poem of praise of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And I'm also still looking for prizes. If any of you guys know anybody who runs a company who sells products or anything like that that would appeal to Muslims or to Arabic language students, then please put me in touch with them as well. Because if they can sponsor the series, that'd be really good for us and it'd be good for them as well. Because we reach over 20,000 people with this 12-week series. And a 12-week endorsement as well is quite a big deal as well for, a, for a, an influencer, if I can call myself that. I'm not really, but um, an influencer to some degree. I'm a very micro-influencer. Cool. Right, I think that's it, guys. Let's call it a day. Let's have some. La if there are any last questions, I will answer them. But uh, just the last comment on um, camels grinding the seed um, for the sesame seed oil. Um, I'll check that out, inshallah. My plan is uh, in summer of 2021, when Yusuf is off school, to go to Mogadishu. That's our plan. But um, with what's going on at the moment, who knows? We might be in the depths of uh, another global lockdown at that point. Allah knows best about that. Anyway, guys, you guys have an absolutely amazing rest of your day if you're in the UK. It's the end of the day, really, so good night for you guys. But for you, you guys in the USA, especially those of you guys who are on the West Coast, enjoy the rest of your day. And, uh, yeah, that's it for now. If there's anything you want to follow up with, DM me on Instagram is probably the best way. I'm Arabic in 60 Steps Instagram. Or my Sam of Somalia Instagram. I'm fairly active on both of them. But, uh, anyway, that's it. Over and out. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.